This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. That's now our topic for tonight. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unofficial Elder Scrolls Podcast. I'm your host tonight as we discuss the Elder Scrolls news of the week. And that man that you heard below me chiming in early was AKB. AKB, do you want to introduce yourself to anybody who may not know who you are? Hi, I'm AKB. I am an administrator for the UESB, among other things that are also the UESB. And... I'm currently fighting someone named Zumakfum, which is that that's not a good name for an orc, I feel. Mm-mm. That's what I just said. Yeah, is it not bear in the it intro? Would, it should be lower friendly, though. Well, I think. Well, every orc name, uh, and this is something I think that literally every game has done. Every orc name is either like Ushnag Grobarak or Ushnag Grabarak. Ushnag is the only orc name? Ushnag is is like the default normal orc name, in my opinion, basically. Is there Steve? Yeah, basically. But the thing is, like, their name has a pattern. Uh, Guys are Gro and girls are Gra. You know? Doesn't that just mean son or daughter of? Yeah. No, it's just... it's the, well, like, you're the right, diamond. actually. There's Mazilga the Orc. Whipped by a cattail. <laughs> or I guess descendant of. Anyway, and that's who I am. <laughs> and then moving <laughs> over to the right or left, depending on how you're looking at this screen. As I figure that out. Alara. I'm Alara. I am losing my voice right now, apparently. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm an admin on several parts of the USB, including our Discord and forum. And I edit the wiki and do a little bit of social media. And last but not least, Lost in Hyrule. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. As he said, I'm Lost in Hyrule. I serve as a moderator on the USP Discord, do some editing on the wiki. I'm a Scorpio, and I enjoy hanging out on Hateno Beach. I never bothered to learn the uh, different periods for the different signs. I know I'm a like, Gemini, but I couldn't tell you what any that means or what anybody else. Nothing was, good, I assume. It's probably trouble. There's something Mine's with twins. A scorpion, and that's cool. Yeah. The question is, what's your cool. uh, Elder Scrolls birth sign? I can tell you that off the top of my head. I'm a thief. Is Shadow. that what you pick it to be, or is there actual like month? It is. Actually, uh, determined by the month of the year. Okay, so, so Laura, question: What would June? June is what in 
I need to look at I'm my, looking ES- it up right now. my UESP uh-huh. calendar. June is the steed. June is the yeah. steed. I like that. I'm good with that. The steed, my friends. The steed. You're a fast boy, as they say. Fast boy. And mine is the apprentice. That's how we should just introduce ourselves now every week. Be like, hi, and my Elder Scrolls horoscope is... It's a lot more fun than, I think, actual horoscopes. Because at least it's completely made up. <laughs> at least we Instead know it's a complete Instead of trying joke. to act it's like it's real. Yeah. yeah I like By the way, Atronach and sorry to any uh, astrologists in their audience. I just They'll believe live. your job is fake. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we too. Got... It's okay. Everybody knows. It's like a medium. Oh. Feels like... <laughs> So we've got a bit of news tonight to talk about, but first we're going to get started with our uh, scholarly pursuits. So I'm going to pop us over there. So yeah, as you may have noticed last week, we're mixing up stuff. You may have been used to the news popping off right away, but we're actually going to finish the show with news because that's kind of all we have to talk about this week. Other than the fact that we've all been up to fun and exciting things in the world of the Elder Scrolls. So Lost, why don't you kick us off with what you've been up to? So I've been playing Blades a little bit more. The new stuff is kind of interesting, getting into jewelry, and that gave me the passion to just start doing adventuring again and... Because I've got over 30 scrolls of revival stocked up, I'm just face <laughs> face desking against five star or five skull quests, and that's fine. And then I started out the dragon quest line and have got two steps into that, but then I ran out of chest space, and so I took a little bit of a pause. And I bought a legendary chest because they had a sale. They were down from costing 2,500 gems to only 1,000. So that's a really good discount, and I bought it. It might have been worth it, but it just wasn't really exciting. I know. It's like, yay, materials. Like, the two legendary things I got are all right, and I guess they have their use, but... Yeah. And I have a ton of materials, but that doesn't really make me happy. It doesn't bring me joy, as Marie Kondo would say, so I don't think I'll (laughs) buy another. Say goodbye and thank it for its service and let it go. I I did go... because I'd been stockpiling for a while, I was able to upgrade all four of my uh, shops in one round. I just had that much copper and materials stocked up. So yeah, yes. I also I also did that this week. It's funny. A lot more um, construct. But yeah, that's basically it for me. Yeah, the giving out materials and stuff like that in reward chests is really funny because I remember um, I can't remember it was the game developer for it was the one of the lead content designer i think for world of warcraft and league of legends talked about that that during one of the expansions of wow and early in league of legends what they did is instead of having items drop from bosses and items drop from things they drop tokens to give the players more choice so that's like if you you didn't have to worry about um getting a drop that didn't work for you you just had a smaller chance to get something but then you turn it into whatever you wanted it to be and people unexpectedly hated it. It became one of the worst it, it, mechanics ever, even though everybody thinks, oh, well, I want more choice in what I'm doing. But the problem was it was just so you, unexciting. Yeah. It's like it was like, a, oh, cool. I got like it's like when you, you get like a $20 bill for 
a birthday present instead of like a cool big present. It didn't have that same kind of like endorphin rush that you got when you got some like cool artifact or cool lead crazy weapon that looked really sweet. Even though you could then go and turn it into that cool crazy weapon you really wanted, it just didn't have that same wow effect for people. So I find the same with when I open something where like the big thing I got was like, now you got 200 Daedra cards. And I'm like, cool. I can now use this... those for things in the future. <laughs> now, this is actually uh, something that someone pointed out about uh, the crown crates in uh, ESO recently. Someone did like a study and said, oh, hey, I opened it like a. Uh, we, we did a survey of the results of like 30,000 of them or something. Yeah. And they were like, conclusively, we can tell you a few things about them and it'll eventually show up on my stream. Basically, you open a crown crate. And I think only the first two cards can be in something, but a bonus card, which is what I'm going to get in just a second, can be the actual major rewards, like mm -hmm. an Apex Mount and anything like that. It can only be the bonus card. Nothing else can be like oh, you got the a bonus card. Rewards. Yeah, exactly. And that one can be something cool, but let's see what it actually is. It's a skin. It's somewhat cool. People oh, want it's, those. It froze just as we. It's mm. did it completely froze. That is super me. unfortunate. I know that timing, eh? No. Pacruti's <laughs> moving. It's just the delay, I think. Oh, it's, it's super oh, delayed. Oh, yeah. You're sitting there and talking, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard for me to try to time this because we stream through two different... We have... I'm basically streaming to someone who then streams it to somewhere else, so there's it's me. a much longer delay. And, like, as I'm showing, the last few cards are usually kind of shitty, I'm sorry for swearing. That's uh, okay. Todd Howard did it bleep worse. later. I have no problems bleeping AKB. Actually, in fact, <laughs> I might just go through and see how many times I can bleep you to make it sound like you're saying terrible things, but in fact, you're just saying random nouns. <laughs> yes. So basically, the only one that can ever be cool is one of the shiny ones, but then it can also just be a potion. I found with myself with crown crates too, like... Half the time, I'm more excited about the ones that are kind of like... Because I know I'm not going to get the really like the Apex Mount or something like that. But things like the riding lessons are so useful for me that I actually really... I'm like, oh, sweet, I got like 10 riding lessons. And in a second, you're going to see me get a Dragon Scale Barded Bear. Ooh. Which is one of the actual ones. And like I said, it was a bonus card. Because that's yeah. the only place you can actually get it. Interesting. All the other... Do you actually got an Apex one? Yeah. He actually nice. just opened an Apex on stream. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. I, and what's the other every one? Every time I too? have opened a Crown Crate pack, I have always gotten an Apex. That's really? just my luck, though. I've never gotten an Apex mount. I, I it's kind of hit and miss many. for me. Yeah, I've never bought that many, to be fair. So. Mm. Yeah, I usually get 15 or 30, depending on if I really, really like it or not. And, um,. I think for like the wild hunt ones, I got like two uh, in the storm match knock too. I think I got two apex, but yeah. some of them I haven't gotten any. But that's kind of into the whole thing where you can't. It's a much less of a real reward once you think about it. Yeah, the real I reward mean, out of them that, is the gems. Yeah, and I mean I with that many and I usually don't save like the writing lessons and stuff. I just convert them yeah. to gems. So usually I'm able to get 
and Apex ones, I can convert them, but I still wish that when, um, I mean, okay, maybe like Legendary Epic, it's one thing, but when it's an Apex, why don't you just get like an Apex token? Because I think and that'd be cool just to be able to want. choose your favorite one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Legendary and stuff, it's, those are a bit more common, but... Although this bear is actually really cool. I, yeah, I feel like that's your wish, new mount. <laughs> I just wish I could just get it, though. I yeah. take the free crown crates when they pass them out. That's and I got a Skyfire Guar, and uh, he's cool. That's that's all I know. I would love a new Guar. My Those last, the best. My last was, uh, cool Guar was the Storm Atronach one. And has, has the stream frozen for anyone else? I just was looking at my uh, browser here. No, mine's working fine there. I see nothing. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. No, Ignoring yeah, the like... technical difficulties, I uh, I was reading the description for the lizard steed uh, subsector, the the specific motif, I guess, for mounts, and the flavor text for them is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone else likes them as much as I do, but I think they're hilarious. I love the flavor text. There is um, so it's a lizard steed in the form of a guar, which is already a lizard, and the Argonian U- Ukaspa who breeds these says some dry skins I did that Khajiit that was terrible some dry skins <laughs> ask since a guar is already a swamp reptile mount why create lizard steeds shaped like guar isn't that somewhat redundant these dry skins are unusually perceptive I have not tried to do an Argonian <laughs> voice ever I'm very nervous because I want to try but I'm sure it'll sound terrible we'll do that off air first and get them all prepped and then <laughs> what we'll do is we'll plan for our like 25th episode or something like that everybody does the entire episode with an argonian uh that will be or the worst thing ever or... <laughs> yeah you can do argonian or khajiit you have those two options all right cool well Pilot, that was a... what are your scholarly pursuits oh man we're skipping to me i, I can't gonna... believe i got lucky enough that i actually got the apex <laughs> to show the fact that it could only be a bonus card yeah that's awesome um i haven't opened any uh apex c- crown crates now so i'm a bit bummed out about that um no i'm kidding actually I, it's one of those things I'm like darn i didn't win the lottery but i didn't actually play it's... the lottery so i can't really complain about not winning <laughs> um I mean, the thing is they look so cool they have it's cool looking stuff, but I just wish it was available in any other format. Yeah, the I I personally just don't like the value that crown crates give, so I just personally don't buy it. I don't I don't have a huge problem with them. I understand what their purpose is. Um, but I just personally don't buy them. What I do buy yeah. is new chapters. Which I am slowly but surely because for whatever reason this week I feel as if time has not been on my side. So I've been pushing, pushing, pushing to try to get time to play elsewhere. And I finally got a couple of hours a little bit. So I had, I think I'm getting close to the end of the main story in elsewhere. But um, where exactly are you? I, I feel like we can say parts of the story of elsewhere now because it's past the statute of limitation on <laughs> if you haven't played it. Ed, you're worried about spoilers. Tune out now. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. We're, we're gonna be talking about. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome to spoiler chat. I got to Riverhold, or I, I defended I, uh, Riverhold. I again. Oh, so are you only at Riverhold, or have you completed the defense? I completed the defense. And 
so you know the big twist is that Gamera this whole time was actually the queen of Anaquina. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, a fun thing to say, Queen of Anaquina. Um, okay. So Loss can come back now. I was I was here the entire oh, time. Then I'll just do my best to frozen. forget it by later, but whatever. I know the ending of every Elder Scrolls game, even though I've beaten only one, so it's fine. Um, How have you only beaten one Elder Scrolls game? Uh, Oblivion's the only game that I sat down and had the time in my life to keep playing day after day until I defeated it. Airstream's and, also frozen. Yeah, well, not just the stream, just uh, Lost. Mm, the I, can you not hear me? We can hear we can you, hear just you your fine. video isn't moving. You're just invisible. Well, I suppose if I disappear, I disappear. You just have like a slight smile looking off screen. Yep, looking off screen. I like it. Um, yeah, so I've been pushing away on elsewhere, trying to get the main quest done slowly but surely. I'm hoping that one of these nights, like, I just have like four hours that I can just play video games and relax, and that would be very nice, but I'm not counting on it happening anytime soon. Um, so I'll just keep kind of picking away. I kind of get like two to three quests done a night. That's kind of like my limit that I've been able to get to. So it's been slow, but I'm working my way through there. Elsewhere. Um, is one of the best put together main quest lines in ESO I find because it's just like I really like to... it. It's... Oh, go ahead. It it doesn't feel as fetch questy. Exactly. Yeah. It's you go to this major set piece for our story experience this arc of it. Okay, you're done with that one. Go to the next one. Like, oh hey, I'm going to this giant temple I've never seen again. Probably won't see after this but I'm going to have a little venture in there, and that's this part of the plot. Yeah. And it's so much nicer than it used to be, where you'd go, like, follow this slowly moving uh, NPC around. Yeah. As they Listen to do them tell an obvious the story. Task. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been good. And then the other thing, I've started playing Blades again, which is kind of funny, because mm -hmm. this point that I made before a number of times was... The only reason I stopped playing Blades is because they stopped having story content, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more later, but that got me back in again. So I ended up spending some gems because they gave away 200 gems, I think it was, with um, it was 200, 250 for E3. So I went in and did that, and I bought some Nern Roots, which was very exciting. So now I, every time I go to my town, I have to turn the sound on, and I can hear that ever-loving Nern Root sound in my town. Um, and then I've been playing the story again, which has been fun, and get kind of liking Blades again, which is funny. And I'm sure it'll be the same as before, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, Alara, how about you? What have you been working on the past week? Um, mostly just um, playing Blades. I finally reached the end of the, well, both storylines, the one that they added at E3 and the main one. So I'm just working on building my town up, basically. Nice. Oh. And been working a little bit on the um, Pax East blog post. I hope to have that done in the next few days here. Very nice. That's about it. I can't. You are so much further along in Blades than I am. Like, well, I know I said play that. It. I know, and I straight up said, it's not a game that I like. Yeah. And I don't play it because of that. But it's just like, you guys go like, oh, yeah. Like, it's like, I talk to you guys and you go like, yeah, I started this one thing, and then the next week you're going like, yeah, so I've completed the next quest, so I'm going like, I didn't make it through the first one. Yeah. How long I mean, was it, is basically my question. 
Not very. It's not very uh, long, though. Um, how about you, AKB? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been trying to get uh, Skyrim to work again after it I updated. You did get it working again. Here's it the broke, thing: it started... and then it started working again. This is my <laughs> week-to-week experience where I get to play Skyrim for a few minutes, and then it never works again, and then I get it working again, and then it stops working again. It's a never-ending cycle of me not really getting to enjoy Skyrim, and that's been my entire experience with that game. Like Oblivion, Morrowind, Daggerfall, even Arena, I can get working consistently. I can play through the whole game, no problem. Skyrim, I will never complete a, a playthrough without me having to do some technical work on it. That's so fu- it's so funny, too, because everybody always talks about how buggy and problematic Skyrim is. And I played through my initial playthrough on Xbox 360, and I didn't have any bugs the entire time I played through. Or at least none that I know- were big enough that I didn't even notice them. And then I played another one through another playthrough on a different character on pc and also didn't have any problems like at all like other than actually no i had one problem in my playthrough of skyrim on pc and i was riding my horse and i got off my horse and the horse shot into the sky just like like a rocket and then it was just a rocket horse exactly except for the fact that later I did, like, I was doing the main quest and doing a bunch of things, and I was in a completely different zone, and out of nowhere, I look up, and my horse came flying back down to the ground, like, three weeks later? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have any idea how that worked out, so... So that actually reminds me of... uh, Go ahead, uh, Lost. Did it live from that? Yep, it was fine. It didn't, like, it didn't fall. It had a successful re-entry. It just... Landed. And then just was there, and, and I got on it and rode away. It was great. It, it was so weird. Line to complete. Yeah, his people needed him. So yeah, that reminds me of one of my first experiences playing Oblivion, where there's a a famous horse in Oblivion and Skyrim called Shadowmir. She's she or he is immortal. She's the best horse in both those games. Is base version. So you get her or him. Yes, her gender has flopped in every game she's been in. Uh, you get her. She's immortal. She's awesome. You ride around with her. You go on adventures. It's great. I, I got her. Horses. I got her. She got knocked out. And she gets knocked out a lot because she's immortal. So she fights a bunch of things that a horse shouldn't be fighting. So she fights them. She gets knocked out, whatever. One day, she gets knocked out. She gets back up. She runs away. Then they're never going like, to get you down? She got here's knocked the down? Thing. She got up again? Uh, not exactly. So, you're, you fast travel in Oblivion Skyrim, your horse comes with you. She didn't come back with me, which super sad, because it's the immortal best horse in the game, so I no longer have the best horse. I try messing around with different horses, they're all terrible. About a week later, I just find her running through the woods. She's just literally bolting through the woods. I managed to use uh, all my speed spells. I catch up with her. Uh, ride her. Uh, I managed to hop on, ride her, go back to town, go like, great, I finally got her back. The moment I dismount, she bolts again, and I have never 
seeing her again in that playthrough. <laughs> and I just want to go, I just wonder what happened to her AI. Well, my crazy uh, Elder Scrolls horse story is in Oblivion. Uh, I had been using the unicorn like before I started the Daedric quests. And at one point, it just completely vanished. And I never figured out what happened to it. And so I just ended up using a different horse. And later on, I got to the Daedric quests. And, well, I'm supposed to kill a unicorn. Where the heck is it? So can't find it, went to its original meadow. Eventually I realized that there was like the quest arrow somewhere, so I followed it. And it pointed to this random spot in the mountains up in the <laughs> north part of the map. And um, like I had to, you know, jump climb kind of to get to it even. And it was just standing there really still. And it was apparently dead because it was like a container. And all, yeah, I just had to interact with it basically. And then it fell down dead once I took whatever it was I needed to from it. That one must not have stuck the landing like my horse did. Maybe. So, I like yeah, the fact that, that everyone go, everyone's goes like, well, here's my weird uh, Elder Scrolls yeah. horse story. <laughs> like, they don't work well at all. Uh, I would Can say... you just imagine they added, like, the hor full horse combat? It would just be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember... Uh, Reading uh, about Daggerfall, they were like, yeah, we tried to get horses working for the NPCs. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so ominous. They, they go like, we could never get this working. We tried. <laughs> this will never and work. We're just excited. Morrowind, they go, no, we can't do it at all. They don't even try. They uh, Oblivion. Guars. That's all we need is guar mounts. And Oblivion, uh, it has horses. You can't. It, you can, you're the only person who can really ride them, though, besides a few scripted sequences, and you can't do anything on a horse. Uh, horses you are horse like, armor in Oblivion. Which breaks half the horses in it the game. Uh, that's actually one of the few ways you can kill Shadowmere, is if you put armor on Shadowmere, it removes her immortality. Well, it is the weirdest thing. Skyrim comes out, they go like, yep, still can't do anything with horses. I don't think anyone but you can ride a horse in that game. Uh, now, I'm sure someone will go like, there's a... Can't a bandits steal your horse? Uh, Oblivion, are you talking about? No, Skyrim. Sky I don't oh, think Skyrim. anyone else besides you rides a horse in that entire game. Um, I think there is a, a random encounter with a noble and um, like a guard. I don't think they're on a, a horse, though. I know that. The noble, I think, is. Well... We'll look into that later, but finally, Skyrim goes like, we can do horse combat, but only for you. And yeah. uh, free update, like, two, uh, it was like 2013. And it took them almost 20 years to figure out how to have horse, how, have, how to have you fight on a horse. Horses are hard. I don't understand why. Have you ever ridden a horse? Uh, yes. It's not as easy I used to live on a horse ranch. Oh, interesting. What type of horses? I was very young. Oh. They were bitey. Uh, horses are. My coworker That's... has a horse ranch, and she came into work one day, and her phone was just shattered, and we thought she, like, dropped her phone. She's like, nope, my horse bit it. And it just <laughs> grabbed it in its mouth and just shattered her phone. Awesome. Well, that on that is... fact, we should move over to the news to discuss. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I looked up World Interactions for Skyrim and searched for horse. <laughs> there is um, a dead band with there's a horse standing by it. There's the Headless Horseman. Okay, the Headless Horseman counts. And I there's the, yeah, there's the noble and his bodyguard. Does he um, actually ride the horse, though? Yes. Darn. And uh, Traveling Merchant Attacked by Bandits. The peddler's on the horse and he's being attacked by the bandits. And I have it looks a like that's idea. it, but... Yeah, I have an idea Several for a new pieces. segment. Uh, we should have a segment on the show now this week, Improving AKB Wrong. That's <laughs> just my everyday life. <laughs> Where we just sit there and say, okay, we're going to dedicate five minutes to fact check everything AKB has said so far and see what was right or wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a pretty good description of my life experience. And my general response to that is usually just going to be, oh, yeah. <laughs> I Okay, I was wrong. Like, it's not something that bothers me. I know a lot of people freak out over that, but yeah. usually I just go like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, that's kind of the whole premise behind the wiki itself is like, sometimes you're wrong and then people will just edit it and fix it and then you're, yeah. then you're fine. Cool. Well, let's move over to the news now so we can discuss all that. So there's not a ton of news this week. Uh, it seems to be everybody's starting to take their summer vacations, including game developers. So they're not releasing as many things as frequently as they are during earlier parts of the year. But there still is news, so don't worry. We've got lots to talk about uh, tonight. Uh, first up, in ESO, there is a kind of a... What's the best word for it? A cross joint cross-promotion. Cross that would be the word they use it for it, so that makes the most sense for explaining what it is. Uh, with Legends, so Alara, do you want to explain kind of what that is? So if you play, let me uh, double check the dates here. If you play ESO elsewhere, if you have that it on your account, um, you can get uh, 15 Wounds of Elsewhere card packs, which come out later this month for Legends, and a special card pack. And so it says expect to receive your awards June 27th. They didn't really explain how, um, although I think I do recall reading a comment on Twitter that said, like, if the logins are the same, um, it'll automatically be added to your Le Legends account. Otherwise, I think you get an email. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure because they're not linked accounts, are they? I don't yeah. have my nope, Bethesda.net account linked online, And Bethesda's accounts are on their own different platforms. And Which I, I don't want. The, I put. I know people don't love the uh, Bethesda.net launcher, but put Elder Scrolls Online in the Bethesda.net launcher, please. Or just have them be linked accounts. Like you can link each of them to your Twitch account to receive drops. Just link them to each other. I'm pretty sure uh, the Bethesda.net launcher just uses the Zoss code anyway. like I, I know, you, I think that's what it, it's built on. So I was like, why isn't everything just in one? It was probably, I don't know, like short-sightedness to what they wanted to do with it because they did want it to be, uh, and you sell this with Fallout 76, they just wanted to leave Steam too, do what uh, Ubisoft and EA did yeah, and just be their own thing. And they basically went almost immediately, we cannot get away with that after what happened with Fallout 76. 
Yeah. Okay, so this deal, by the way, is until uh, June 24th. Sorry. So you have to, yeah, so you have to log in. All you have to do is log in and play. There's nothing specific. There's no killing monsters or doing anything. You have to play elsewhere. At least that's what it says. So so it says to be eligible for this offer, players will need to own elsewhere. Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere. So you have to own elsewhere, but it sounds like if you just log into the game, it'll work. I don't think you have to travel to the zone or do anything within the zone. Um, I don't know if there's any clarification on it anywhere either that I've seen. So I Might think as well all you'll just have to, to be do. safe. Yeah. But... If you own elsewhere, <laughs> go do something in elsewhere. Even if it's just like going to your house or something. I don't really know. Um, the other update from ESO is very minor, but Bethesda seems to have um, joined all of their terms of service across all of their ZeniMax and Bethesda properties. So you probably got, if you play any of the games, you probably got prompted when you went to log in today to accept a new terms of service. And it seems to have just spread across all of them. So very exciting news there. So was there anything actually like different from the old terms of services? Uh, There were some minor, there were some minor changes, but it was very minimal. There wasn't any, anything of note. Um, (laughs) There was a bunch of people up in arms on the forums about it because they didn't think that it was, um, they didn't explain it well enough. And then someone posted a link, be like, no, here's the summary right here. And everyone was like, oh, okay. There's always people up in arms whenever the terms of services update. And every time they've changed basically nothing. It's been basically the same deal since the start where, you can basically do whatever you want with games for your own personal property, and they reserve the right if you are making money off of it to basically shut you down. Yeah. Um, I also find that any game's official forums are generally people up in arms about something at any given time. <laughs> it's just kind of the kind <laughs> of how they work. That is just how people kind of work. It's how I people guess. work. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that's kind of all we had for ESO. People are kind of just plugging through the elsewhere content. Um, I don't think there's been really anything new announced. There's no new store items yet. That's not out yet. I guess it's elsewhere stuff. So in Legends they, news. Oh, no, go we ahead. about that. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing else new there. So Legends, Alara. What do we have to look forward to in Legends? As well, I make you been, open up your uh, show notes again. What's up? As I make you open your show notes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there have been... Um, the card reveals have started for everyone. Um, I don't know if we're going to read those all out. Because um, some people consider them spoilers. So I will just give the link to the um, Reddit spoiler thread. In chat here. And you might notice that for the upcoming ones, we are listed. So next week, we'll be having a card reveal for Moons of Elsewhere. Ooh, exciting. You guys will have to tune in to watch what we have to give away. Yep. And speaking of giveaways, also next week, we're going to have a Legends card pack giveaway. Can I say what it's not? Okay. (laughs) It's not Chimera, so like, what was the point? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know that it's not Chimera yet. We haven't seen it, AKB. So I stare AKB down. 
Um, yeah, so make sure you tune in next week. We'll have a show again. Same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, we'll be doing the card reveal and I believe a pack or packs giveaway. It's a code for 60 packs. Alliance 60 packs? packs? And yes. we're still not eligible. Yep. Talk about underselling <laughs> it. So, okay, just so everybody knows, next week we will be giving away 60 packs for one person who's going to be lucky enough to win 60, six zero Legends packs. It's going to be huge. I love that you're like, oh yeah, we're going to give away some card packs. It'll be fine. That's, a, that's like an entire <laughs> collection of card packs. So, everybody well, yeah, make consider, sure... Consider like the pre-order bonuses are like $50 for 50 packs. Exactly. So. And Pylon's just realized he still can't win it. And I still can't win it, and I know. <laughs> I don't get to win stuff anymore. I need to just start asking people to pretend <laughs> to I'm not a guest on the show, am I eligible? No, Lost, you're not ah. eligible. Okay. Uh, the set of packs are for the Alliance War. Yep. Yeah, so... Make sure you tune in next week for a chance to win 60 packs and the chance to see what our latest card reveal will be. So it should be a good show. Actually, week. I think that should be a rule that Lost in High Rules the only one of us who gets to compete. And it's basically everyone who competed loses if he wins. He what? just does a smug dance. He goes like, ha ha. But then he, doesn't even, he still doesn't even get it. Yeah, he doesn't get it still. <laughs> he, he's ineligible. So we all lose. <laughs> Everybody. We're not actually going to do that. No. Um, so yeah, and then there... Did you mention the different... You mentioned that there... We have a spoiler thread of when the cards will be given away. That says what some of the new uh, cards are, too. We're not going to go through those. Is that correct? Right, so. yeah. It lists all the ones that were uh, revealed already and has lists of um, upcoming ones. Yeah, so sorry, probably, I linked that in the Twitch chat. Yeah, so if you want to want spoilers, click that. I think yeah, it makes sense. They're kind of spoilery because it's current content also in ESO. Like I know for Legends people, they generally it's it's not really a spoiler to find out cards in advance because they're not well, changing it, any story. But these right, are already it's considered a spoiler though, like the mechanics and everything. Those are true. Yeah, considered spoilers. Who would not want a spoiler on mechanics? That seems like you're just like setting yourself up. I don't want to actually know how this works. I want to figure it out for myself. It seems like people, a recipe for disaster in a card game. People have always been kind of crazy about spoilers to it's me. True. I just don't care about spoilers at all. I have never been a set about anything getting spoiled to me. I just go like, oh, well, I guess I'll just notice that sooner than if I had never watched it in the first place. My hot take on the spoiler issue is that if a, if something being spoiled can ruin the form of entertainment that you are experiencing, it's probably not very cool. Put together very well. Yeah. Because that means that all that there ever was that made that exciting was the twist. If it's like, Wait. I know what the Mona Lisa looks like, it doesn't take away from me going to see the Mona Lisa in person. It shouldn't make that like you should, the experience itself should be good. I understand people wanting to be surprised on things, but I, but it being like the tragedy of spoilers, I never really understood myself. See, here's, here's the actual real life twist when you go to see the Mona Lisa. It's super <sighs> tiny. It's little. It's like, 
It's like yeah, there's tiny. giant. It's like six inches by like nine tiny. That's not accurate, but it's pretty small. It's this, like the smallest display they have, have at the. Loom. And you have to stand pretty far away. Yeah. So on the spoiler thing. I'd actually contend that it's different for games than it is for movies and books and stuff. Like, your point, I think, absolutely holds for non-interactive media. Like, the stuff that happens in Empire Strikes Back is still super awesome, even if you've seen it before. But in a game where your choices are controlling the character, the fact that now you know what's coming and so you're going to act differently... Like ambushes aren't ambushes anymore. Stuff Potential, like that. From that stuff, I can I understand you from that point of view. But I'm more thinking like big story arcs, like finding yeah, out so, that you defeat Molag Ball in the main quest. Yeah, stuff it's where a there's spoiler, not a choice but going on. You're not making like yeah. You're expecting yeah, it's, it's, it's happen no matter what. Let's make this one of the nerdiest shows in history <laughs> and start start talking about Battlestar Galactica as an example of this. One of the big twists of the series is who are the Cylons in the f- human fleet? Yeah, and... Battlestar Galactica last night? It's about a guy named Dumbledore Calrissian has to take the ring back to Mordor. Basically, that's a quick summary. <laughs> that's So there's these, these humans who are fleeing this disaster to summarize as quick as possible, and there's these people who look and are completely identical to humans except for some very minor basically impossible to detect ways and they they're and, robots and they're right? hidden among them and they're trying to kill the humans that are left so part of the tw- the story is well who are these humans uh well wh- who are the cylons yeah, who but in here the is a cylon who is a but if when you know about it in advance the show is actually a lot weaker because it doesn't make sense. Like they, it was entirely random who they chose in the end. They just wanted to do who was the most surprising, and because of that, you rewatching, you go like, this really doesn't hold up as much knowing who the Cylons are, and that's because they didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. So when it's talking about legends card mechanics, <laughs> I find it interesting that people would be like, I don't want to know how these different cards will interact with each other. I want to figure it out on their own. I guess if you're not playing competitively, it doesn't really matter, but it seems like you're doing yourself a disadvantage. It doesn't make any sense to me either. The way it'll work in Legends is you'll see a card for the first time and then read it and then think about it. The only issue is how long you've got to think about it. Yeah, But as it comes to story spoilers from Legends into ESO... That part I can understand. I understand that. I understand it. If you're upset about getting a game mechanic spoiled to you, please message the show and we'll with your reason for why that is. I'm curious. I actually would be very curious about someone that was is very against mechanics being spoiled for them and them not wanting to. I can I can see it, and I I'm sure there are people that believe that. I'm just curious what like the argument would be. Saying, I don't want to know that if, like, an example would be in ESO with uh, light weaving, where if you use a light attack in between all of your spells, you will do more damage because it'll cancel the animation. You can do more damage faster. I don't know someone who would actively not want to know that. 
I can see people being ignorant to it and that's fine because it's not a very obvious mechanic. But if someone told you that, you'd be like, I didn't want to know that. Spoiler. I think uh, I'm thinking of Breath of the Wild and I can see it having merit. Like for one, I saw a lot of the tutorial area before the game came out. And so some of the magic of exploring it for myself was lost. And then there's the whole, mm-hmm. in the opening videos, you saw stuff like lighting the grass on fire and then using it as an updraft so you could slow motion arrow shoot somebody. And that's a really cool thing. But if you happen to cross that yourself, it'd probably feel even more rewarding. Like, oh, I see updraft air coming out of the grass. I'm going to try to glide through it. And then you turn it into your own combat technique instead of seeing someone else do it first. Yeah, I but get, then again, I see it, that's a but... very different game than Legends or the combat mechanics in ESO. So it probably completely depends on the genre. Yeah. And even then, like there's a lot of those things where it's like, I will do a playthrough and I never would have thought that if I didn't see somebody else doing it. Yeah. And then it's just like a wasted mechanic that they just were like, Oh yeah, we put like someone put like 400 hours into making that mechanic work. And you just completely just like walked past it. Cause you didn't even see it. Like, uh, for uh, Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind, all that, like you can complete the game pacifist and stuff. I wouldn't have known about that if I didn't read about it on the USB. People go like, "Yeah, just use uh, companions and conjuration. It doesn't count as kills for you at all. You can complete the game without having technically killed a single person." See, I would be playing that from a philosophical point of view, and I would say I'm still the orchestra the maestro of their death, I would say I'm still the one that killed him, even if the ticker doesn't go up. No, I feel like if the ticker doesn't go up, it doesn't count. It's not really murder, then? Yeah. It's only murder if it's recorded as such. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I just wouldn't call that pacifism. I would call it zero death counter. But that's me being pedantic. I'm sorry. We can keep going. This week in off topic. Um, no, it's good. It's good to have those chats. I think everybody always is interested in finding out what the kind of like the philosophy is on stuff like that for spoilers. Um, Alara, you also mentioned that there's new merch you want to purchase. <laughs> I want to purchase, but <laughs> won't be able to. Yeah. So Gaming Heads has made a lot of the really fancy uh, statues in the past, as well as the plushies, and so they announced two new statues. One of them is Kalgrantid from Elsewhere, and one of them is the uh, founder statue from Blades. I and they're love both... that founder statue, too. It looks so cool. Yeah, and they're both $400. And I have... is, the, is the founder statue what? of the, the Bloodfall King? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think I've seen it yet. Uh, you so, should have seen it in the intro video, I think. Do you not? You see it very early on in a cutscene. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't think so. But you, you will see it at some point in the It's the statue class. that gets gets wrecked. You eventually fix it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not far enough in the main quest because I you saw a, like, a view of it from before you fixed it. Hmm. I don't Well, remember. I don't remember it either way. When you were talking to... I can, I'm trying to remember. Junius Gilder? Yeah, you were like talking to him, and it happened. does like a it does like a little cut over cutscene thing. I think, man, I might be completely misremembering. So, 
Yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah, I've joked that for $400, they should be made of actual marble. Yeah. I mean, that's not far off. Like, for people who might be in the future watching this, that's more than uh, if you're working full time at minimum wage in the USA, that's more than your entire pay for the week. Yeah. For a little statue that mm -hmm. doesn't really do anything. Don't look behind me. If that's you all can't put a price statues. on art. Yeah. You, and you happiness. Can, that statue would bring me happiness. Would it, though? It yeah, would. and I'll throw links to these in the chat. It would look you guys want to see what sweet they look behind like. me. So Let us be happy. Uh, message the show if you buy that statue. Yes, and I'll message back with my addresses, and you can send it this way. <laughs> we could also set up a really good photographies thing and use a fantastic picture on UESP. We need to document merchandise, by the way. We yeah, do I think need, we need to, to do document that. Merchandise. It's, it's on my major uh, to do it's list. So expensive, though. Yeah. Alara already did most of it, so we're set. Yeah, she does. She did think of how much money Alara has saved us. Yes. As the show, it, like the rest of UESP, everybody here is a volunteer, so we don't make any money to be able to buy Elder Scrolls statues, unfortunately. And luckily, Fire is going to be getting all of the Call to Arms figurines, probably, so we'll get <laughs> photography for that, too. He can document the game for us. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it is perfect. Well, we'll be talking about that in a future episode, then, when we go, like, to buy the full set of everything Elder Scrolls related, you need to spend like $20,000 or something. I bet it would be more than 20000 bucks To buy every piece of merch we can find related to the Elder Scrolls. We'll have a number soon enough. We'll do it. Okay. You I heard think it I heard phone. that they were going to be updating their uh, page, actually. Let me check if they've done that for Call to Arms. Oh no, we might have an impromptu new news item. That'd be so cool. If so. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Do, 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 do. You can buy it on a. You can buy the. Um, Cal oh, there's also a, a community survey for Call to Arms. So. Oh, nice. I will um, link that in the chat. For everybody, I found out you can actually buy the Calgrondid and I assume the other statues on payment plans. Yeah. They they have an option on the checkout to buy it in. Uh, up to six easy payments of sixty-six fifty. Okay, so yeah, they did update their um, call to arms page. So you can see a couple um, of the other models, the two-player um, starter set miniatures. Nice. I will toss that in the Twitch chat as well. Awesome. Yeah, and then our final bit of news this week, and kind of spend a little bit more time talking about too, is about the kind of the new. Uh, content that exists in Blades. We, it, we we talked about it last show when we talked about all the BE3 news, but this is the first chance I think all of us have had a little bit, and by all of us I mean everybody except for AKB, have had <laughs> a chance to actually look at what the new content was in Blades. Um, so kind of go over what, we, what was new. Uh, voice content exists in Blades, which mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I miss probably 90% of because most of the time I'm playing with the sound off. Um, well, there's not a lot of it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's nice to hear. It's funny you hear the first one. But then the interesting thing with the sound is I think that only exists in town. Because when I've been on quests doing them, I haven't been hearing the voice content even with the... The, the solo arena matches have some. Oh, do they? Okay. And, the and some of the quest, uh, quest line ones do as well. 
The new quest didn't because I had somebody show up and I expected to be able to hear them. So I turned on the volume and they didn't say anything. So I I think I did have some in that. But I know that in the main quest line, there was a cutscene where I had that. In the cutscenes, yes. In the cutscenes, they have it. Yeah. Um, The other big thing is jewelry has been added, which is a really cool implementation. I don't know if Lost, have you had a chance to kind of play with jewelry a little bit? So I have several different pieces. I have the things that were given as promotions for Android and iOS because I got to get out on my wife's phone. But then I also got some pieces that came with um, the legendary chest that I opened. And I don't really fully understand what goes where. And so you can't temper jewelry as far as I can tell. No. Mm -hmm. So there's not an upgrade path. There's just you make the jewelry and does it get random stuff when you make it? Yes. And then you can enchant the jewelry just like you can enchant other gear. And that also has the random additional bonuses to it. So the jewelry feels like more of a lottery than the weapons in the armor do. But still, it's just you get cool magic effects. But yeah, I don't the, if you can the nice part it with the jewelry, though, which I've actually really like, is it gives you bonuses to your abilities. So yeah. it'll give you plus one to one of the stats that you or one of the abilities or skill lines that you might use. So you could get the healing strike or I can't remember the exact name of that one, but it would give you that one or it would give you different abilities that maybe you haven't tried before, but now you actually have a spell point in it now so you can try it out. So I found that to be a nice implementation of jewelry to kind of buff those things up. Does it grant you the skill if you don't trained it? I thought I saw a note that said it only gives you the bonus if you've already trained the base level. I thought it did, but let me check. I know I have. Yeah, let's find out. <laughs> I know I have one that doesn't. How can I look at my skills? Where did I pull that up from? Uh, character detail and then skills is a button at the top. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, skills, uh, lightning bolt plus one. And I don't have anything in Lightning. Oh, no, I do have one in Lightning Bolt. Never mind. Do, 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 do I have one? Power attack. Where is it? Dodging strike. Note all of my skills I already have one in. So I can't tell you that. Regardless, it is pretty cool that it gives you rank ups in your skills, which makes yeah. them more powerful. Though the fact that it also makes them cost more is a little irritating because I made a spell almost completely unusable to myself because I made it almost max magica and I don't want to spend the gems to respec. Okay, yeah, so, it doesn't uh it doesn't unlock ones that you haven't already. No, it doesn't unlock them, but it means one skill point gets you two ranks at that point. Mm-hmm. Sort of temporarily. Why and it levels it? up your perks too. And I don't know if they've, you know, people have figured out what skills go in. It talked about how the higher level, I think rarity uh, or i guess the the higher tier of material you use to make the jewelry the more ranks it'll give either it will give you ranks in higher skills in the skill trees or it'll give you a greater number of points in lower skills stuff like that so i don't really know what those numbers are if anybody has that figured out i don't know what skills are eligible like i'm guessing that there's not one that increases the smith's tempering level you probably just have to level that one manually yeah. And bag I haven't space, seen any for perks. Also. Are there any for the perks? Amulets yes, go for a, perks, yeah, and the perks. rings go for spells and abilities. Awesome. Is my remembrance. Yeah. 
I think that's a good implementation. I'm glad they didn't just make them yeah. kind of stat sticks. Like, just like, a, oh, this gives you plus five damage to slashing or something like that. Like, that's the only thing that they did. It'd be mm-hmm. very boring and kind of useless. So I think they've done a really interesting way of implementing that. Um, another yeah. one of those ones where I'm like, this seems weird if it goes into PvP. So this leads me more to thinking that PvP will be a set of, you pick a set of items that you compete with. So Another. on that point, PvP still hasn't actually come out. No. Which yeah. was, we were going like, oh, it's going to come with the arena, and the arena just kind of came out in single-player mode. No, we have like, the solo arena, so we'd still, yeah. like, the arena icon, like, the solo arena is just a new set of jobs. It's not yeah. actually the arena. If you go to the main screen to log in, like, the arena still has the lock over it with, like, the coming soon. Uh, um, so we know that that's not the same thing. This- the solo arena jobs are just like repeatable versions of the Henrik Seven Swords quests. Yeah, fight this dude. Just yeah, just do a one v one match real quick. Yeah. Um, they're nice and quick. One of my, one of my yeah, they're really quick. They're you real get a quick. chest for it, just like any job. So they're really efficient. Um, one of my favorite things comes from one of those jobs. There's a guy called Connellane of the Reach, and after the first time I fought him. Every once in a while, when I have a one-on-one against him, he'll start off by saying, you may have defeated me before, but you haven't broken my spirit. And then after I go into the fight and I end up winning, his next line is, ow, my spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Which I treasure that. It's a good one. Well done, Bethesda. And then the other big thing they've added was just a new quest line. They've got a new dragon-based quest line in blades and it's short but i i'm not done it yet i think i'm about probably two-thirds of the way done it maybe three quarters or so i think i might only have a couple more quests left with it but as i was kind of saying before this is 100 percent what they need to do to keep me interested in blades yeah if they want me to keep playing blades just keep releasing this kind of content and i'm gonna keep coming back wasn't um, it uh at least temporarily at like the top of either the Google Play or iOS app store. It number was one when in it the app first store, came I out. Yes, yeah. it was number one in the app store when it first came out. I don't know if it's bumped back in any direction or not. Like a thing that this is a very minor complaint, but I kind of wish they didn't advertise that it was a dragon quest line. I know that was their thing at E3. We're adding dragons to everything. Look yeah. at us. Here's a dragon quest line. But the first, I think I've done the first two um, stages of the quest. And it would feel a little bit cooler to have, like, not, like, they play it up like you don't know what's going on. And if I didn't know dragons were the thing, it would be cool to have that revealed and be excited for it. I agree. Um, yeah. This is a very minor storytelling point. If somebody hasn't been following Blades and then plays it one day, they're going to have a fine experience. They're going to see this quest and just start doing it. It's mixed in with all the other quests. Doesn't seem like it stands out. And then suddenly a guy's going to say, it wasn't bandits, it was a dragon. Wait, what? Which is going to be great. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. That's kind of the thing. If, you wa- if you're watching game announcements and trailers and things like that, like a lot of the time things are going to get a little bit explained. Spoiled. Spoiled, I guess. I need it. To kind of throw that back to the spoiler conversation. It just if you want to watch something like an announcement conference or things like that, you're gonna find out story points. You're gonna find those things out. So 
I think you kind of go in and you know a little bit's gonna. And it's obviously a really minor thing in this case. Yeah. Plus, in the main story, you've already probably encountered one, so it's not. I mean, it shouldn't be shocking. So I don't really know what the angle of the quest is, having only done two stages of it. But yeah. still, it would have been kind of cooler. Yeah, and I agree. I, and it's not a, like the story still works. It's and I'm not making character choices, so it's not like it's changing how I play the game. No, but oh well. It's not going to be a storytelling masterpiece either. Yeah. I don't think you can even uh, get the new quest line until after you see a dragon anyway. Right. Yeah, oh, well. But so that kind of like the point is I stopped playing Blades pretty much entirely until this came out. And then it wasn't even just the fact of me only doing this quest and then stopping again. It made me play Blades entirely again. It made me want to go in and say, oh, I'll go do some jobs. Oh, maybe I'll try to get a gold chest before I log off, and I'll do a few jobs until I do a gold chest again. And then it made me also go in and be like, I'm going to buy some Nern Root, because I'm finally just going to have Nern Root all over me. So I think I have four Nern Root plants now in my um, uh, town, just like buzzing away. Um, but that's kind of the, it's, that's the interesting thing. Kind of MMOs are the same way for me. It's like, if there's new story content, I will log in and try different parts of the game that in, but if you kind of don't have any progression that is meaningful for me, I'm just going to not play. So I'm kind of happy, but what do you guys think? Is that, was that enough to get you to back into playing again? Or did you ever stop playing or... Kind of what happened I never years. really have. <laughs> you didn't stop playing? I might playing? try it again. I primarily was just like logging in to get my daily store reward. Yeah. And sometimes if a free moment took me, then I would do a job or two. But this, since this, I've been doing a few more than that. I've been actually gaining levels. I think I've gained two levels since it came out and was probably stuck at 23 for a while yeah. before it came out. Because it's fun. And I'm getting better at the combat. Plus, with the skulls rebalanced, I'm like I'm having less challenges that are either complete cakewalks or I get steamrolled, which is nice. <laughs> I'm able to gauge it more properly, and I also stopped being stingy with my revival scrolls because again, I have over thirty. Yeah, I, I kind of started doing the two. same thing. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll just use them now. So that does kind of stink from a difficulty standpoint of. I, you know, here's an actual gameplay challenge. It doesn't matter. I used a premium currency type item to make sure I get past it. That's a little unsatisfying. But also I know that it would just take more time and gear grinding and improvement to allow me to get past it. So, I don't know. I don't even it, know that neutral. like spending the gems would really get you past it either. Like, honestly, I feel like for most people, if you're having trouble, just like, Switch out your weapons to something with a different enchant and combo more. Yeah. I I feel like something has shifted about how combos work. And I'm probably completely wrong. But before, I thought I could be comboing, block an attack, and then keep the combo going. Yeah, there was something like that blocking changed. Yeah, I think something, I think I think that's true. I think blocking now cancels a combo. I think like, they announced that too. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm trying to find the patch notes. Yeah, I think that was so, in one of the patch notes a while back. To complete all of the cool combo, or the, all the combo jobs, not jobs, challenges, you just have to face tank the damage now? Or you just have to be really good with the defensive abilities? A lot of the time, doing damage at the right time will stop the attack from completing, too. What? If you hit just as they're on their like downswing, if you hit them, you don't take the damage. I don't know if that's all enemies, but a lot of them. Yeah, here in the patch notes, it says, um, fix the bug, we're going from attack to block to attack, would turn the second strike into a combo. So, okay, I remember someone saying that they could do just keep attacking from the same side, but as long as they tapped a block in between each one, it counted. But I thought that if you were going back and forth, and then blocked a real attack, and then did it, it would still... No. Yeah, no, blocks don't... Well, that stinks. ...count anymore. You can you can parry or whatever by swinging a split second before them. That sounds like black magic, but I am so curious now. Yeah, try it. so try it on... The, the most noticeable times you can get it is on the, like, skeevers or uh, spiders. When they jump well, at you... Them, if they're you different, right? Right, but They're it's the most noticeable. You can do it on um, goblins as well. It's just not as noticeable that you're not taking that damage. Does um, it have to a, be a strong strike, like a critical hit, or is it just if you hit them right before they hit you? I'm not sure. I'm probably going to lose some durability testing this, but that's yeah, okay. We'll test this out. Um, but yeah, so that's a, cool. Uh, for you guys, what would you say would be the kind of cadence you would need to see to keep you interested in blades for them releasing this new kind of content oh i wanted to i just realized something that i think was really cool they added new environment types like going through a village had different assets than i think we've seen previously yeah, in there the was game some new mm -hmm. stuff which was and yeah, desperately and adding yeah and adding cool. secrets to uh regular jobs as well yep that added new ones too yeah it makes it feel a little less grindy having those secrets in there because you can kind of like explore and look around and be like oh i found oh cool i found this like little hidden thing that if you're also in a rush you can just skip so so as far as release cadence goes i mean i think they're probably getting into a rhythm that's going to work out pretty well i mean it's only been what, two months since the game came out? Yeah. Something like that. And then they're probably going to end up putting small little bits in every other month or monthly or something like that. That'd be cool. But I also think that they have the opportunity to probably design something that stays interesting. Like, just the fact that their secrets and jobs makes those more fun to play. Yep. The fact that they're adding in more tile sets makes it more interesting to go around. I think if they were to make it so the dungeons were dungeonier and less gauntlet-y. Like, they're less yeah. linear, and there's actually some exploration built in. That might give it enough longevity that they could go a much longer time. I have noticed, even in some of the dungeons and the jobs I've been doing, there's been more branches off that don't lead anywhere. Which is interesting. Because yeah. I've noticed yep. a few times that I've just been, like, wandering around. And then they find something cool. Like, I'll find a room with, like, three chests in it or something like that just by wandering around. Um, that's been pretty cool. But yeah, I think for me, if there was, 
there needs to be something else other than the daily login reward that gets me logging in to try and do something every day. And I think when they add the player versus player arena, if it's done well, that would be a good example of that. Like, give me kind of like that Clash Royale. Log in, get my three games that I need to do that give me some bonus. It's like I said one of my complaints about at the start was like, I kind of want like the maybe the Harvest Moon experience where I like tend to crops and all that. Like, yeah. If it's something like super relaxing and simple, like it would be kind of, I think it would appeal to a lot more people. Just oh hey, let me log in and do a few things today. Yeah, my wish list would be a Farmville game mechanic essentially <laughs> that's basically give me a farm outside that i can do and like click on to harvest stuff and have to wait and grow or whatever or a mine or something like that that i can mine copper in or spend more gold to be able to upgrade it to be able to get steel copper everything i want although um, hopefully not as terrible as Farmville. i like it i'm doing it <laughs> and then the other thing would be every two months new story content even as little as this one was it's still great and it feels very fresh and good and then the pvp arena which is like play three of these games using this one of these sets have a little quest that you can do log in and do that and then if that were the case i would probably play quite a bit of blades again i like with Go ahead, Laura. I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, with what we have already, I like um, working to build my buildings bigger and stuff. So I kind of hope that they, you know, include that sort of content too. Like maybe yeah, adding more of that. our own house where we can store, like, you know, these unique, <clears throat> excuse me, unique items that we um, don't necessarily use, but we want to hang on to. It'd be just cool to have that. Yeah. Because the game. I mean, it's got a mystical storyline going on in the main quest, but I've seen some people mention that the slice-of-life type stuff going on in it, the more mundane stuff in Blades is actually kind of, it, it feels a little realistic. It feels kind of yeah. nice just seeing townsfolk in a, a backwater area yeah. and the stuff they do. I don't know if this is underselling the difficulty, but it'd be cool if they did simpler story quest editions where you know maybe not voice acting and they don't use new assets they just sort of put together small written stories have those mixed in with slightly bigger story updates where they actually put in new assets and voice acting layer the two it's yeah, probably like a, a lot easier like, to just do the writing save the cool orphanage kind of things like oh i left my family behind can you go see if they're okay like just like well, that was basically the start of the that was the start of the dragon quest line True. Yeah. Like the um the goblin quests that yeah. are just in there from base game, it'd be kind of interesting if new stages of that actually unlocked over real lifetime. They're back again. <laughs> I mean, if the existing one had happened over real lifetime and if stuff like that happened over real time. We're yeah. like, hey, you've got to actually wait a couple days before we hear back and then you wait two real life days before the next stage of the quest comes out. Yeah, I like stuff that. like that. I mean, I guess that's time gatey, but it would help sell the game on the whole little bursts of Elder Scrolls over long periods of time. Yeah. And that's really what they're going to go for. That'd be a cool way to keep motivating people to do the little bursts over a long time. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Well, I think that kind of covers everything for the new content. I don't think there's anything I missed there, is there? 
No, I don't I think so. Nope. Don't think so. Cool. Well, that's probably a good place to sign off for tonight. So I just want to remind everybody that next week we will be doing our card reveal, which we will be revealing a mysterious card from the Moons of Elsewhere expansion in the Elder Scrolls Legends, as well as giving away 60 card packs to some lucky individual. So make sure if you want Legends, or honestly, if you want to start playing Legends and you don't really have many cards, that's a great base set that you can start getting in there and doing some meta. Like, you'll have everything you could want from that. Um, if we don't end up doing the giveaway, it's because I stole the thing and just started opening up packs all by myself. <laughs> so I'm kidding. I won't do that. But yeah, make sure you tune in next week. That should be a fantastic show. And... On behalf of myself, Lost in Hyrule, Alara, and AKB, we want to thank you all for joining us tonight and make sure you have some fantastic adventures in Nern. Bye, everybody. Woo. Dragons on the moon, it's more likely than you think.